Yo. Yo. You can hear me? All right, all right. What the fuck was going on? Uh, I think I had my um my phone connected to my Bluetooth speaker, so it didn't pick up my AirPods when I switched and all that. I just heard a little sound. Anyways, what it do, baby? It's the motherfucking FWB podcast. We back once again. It's episode 69. You know what I mean? <laughs> on this fuck. <laughs> right, the number, right? <laughs> on this, uh, this. <laughs> God damn, I want to start over. <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> Hey, let's let me let me join. Nah, you ain't no start over. All right, all right, fuck it, man. Raw shit, fuck it. Damn, Episode sixty nine, guys. Episode sixty nine, man. You know what it is. On this fucking Tuesday, it's like hello windy over here on my side of the world right now. Should be sipping some Inyeho, you know, getting the vibe. Oh, actually, it's Resposado today. Um, just getting the vibes right, but you know, man. But yeah, like I said, it's hella windy. I, I have like, um, I, so I've been telling you, I don't know if I've been telling the listeners, so it's weird shit, right? So as y'all know, I've been like working from home. So basically what that entails is me sitting at my couch, um, on my couch um, with my laptop and just like I have my windows, like my blinds open. So I just got the Scenery in my balcony and watching TV, playing video games or whatever, while I'm on the clock and shit, right? So, throughout like the past couple months, I've peeped that squirrel. So, my balcony faces the woods, right? So, I have like this big ass tree that the branches are kind of like close ish to my like my, my side, you know what I mean? But I can't touch them from my balcony, so they're not that close. But I got these squirrels that just be running through them shits all day, every day. And they just started um, <laughs> like picking at my, at one of my recliners that I have on my balcony, my little um, outdoor patio chairs. They've been picking at the cushion for one of the seats. And they're just like picking at it and they take some foam or whatever the fuck is inside and they just go. I think they're using it to like build their nests or whatever. So basically, I said all that to say, like, y'all know I'm moving in a month. So I'm gonna like, rep- I'm I'm gonna take my recliners with me, but I'm gonna like throw away the cushions or whatever. So I'm gonna just get some new cushions. But anyway, so like, I literally just be chilling on my window. I mean, in my uh, living room, just watching the squirrels bounce around and shit. And it was cool. Like today, like a mom squirrel was out here with her kid doing that shit. And they were literally chilling on my balcony for like 30, 45 minutes. I thought that was pretty cool. Nature. You know me. I'm a nature nigga. <laughs> and speaking of nature, shout out to everybody who lived on the East Coast, specifically the DMV area in 2004. So 2004 was, I want to say eighth grade for me. Eighth grade, ninth grade. I think it was eighth grade. So yeah. Fucking cicadas. <laughs> so, Mosey, you don't know what's yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, it's your boy, motherfucking Play-Doh. You know, I'm here with my nigga Mosey Tribes. Yes, Mosey sir. Tribe yeah, yeah, so we all here. So, Mosey, you weren't in uh, the DMV area in 04. So, you've never actually experienced cicadas. So, to you, so what, what, what are they to you? Like, before I brought it up to you, like, when we spoke, like, what, like, a couple days ago? Did you even know they were coming back? What did you think about them? Um, that I knew that they're an insect, uh, that's like, uh, isn't it mentioned in the Bible or something like that? Cicadas? Well, aren't they re- people, re- referenced people, to? Nah, so I think people confuse them. It's funny, I just read an article about that shit. Oh, I just watched a YouTube video about them today, so that's where I got this from. People like always, um, interchange them with locusts. Oh, but yeah. they're not locusts. They're not locusts. So yeah, like the locusts was one of the um the, the deadly plagues that happened to the Egyptians. I want to say the whole Moses arc of the Bible. Uh huh. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, cicadas are not. They're not locusts. They're their own. Whatever the fuck they are, and they're just bugs that uh they burrow into the ground by tree roots, particularly for X amount of years. 
17 years to be exact for this particular brew that's coming back out this uh, this year. They're talking about mid-May or just as soon as the ground hits like 65 degrees, like consistently, they're going to start popping out. And there's billions of them coming out. And I think they're around for like a couple of weeks, if I'm not mistaken, maybe a month. But basically, the whole existence is they come out and in mass, like large, because they're fucking blind. They fly around. They don't really have any, they're not dangerous. So they don't have like any, uh, like I guess you would say, like protection as an animal, right? Or as an insect. They don't have like any weapons at the disposal. So really, their only disposal is um, the numbers game. That's, that's the only way they can really like help uh, lower the probability of them being killed is just by being, you know, by flooding or like bombarding all at the same time. And it's just a, a billion. It's literally, it said billions are, are releasing. So they come out for a couple of weeks, they mate, the niggas die, and then the women go into the ground and like back for another 17 years before the offspring. I don't, I don't you know what I mean? Before the offsprings come back out and complete, continue the cycle. So I just think it's pretty like, uh, I remember the uh, PTSD and trauma I had <laughs> as an eighth grader who was so afraid of shit. This nigga is traumatized. Like, Bro, yeah, like it sounds petty and like it's bugs, but like, ah, they don't ever hurt you, they can't sting you. This shit was disgusting looking. I ain't gonna lie to you, this shit was gross to me. Like, I was just talking about nature and shit, right? Sound like I a plague, sound like a plague to me. Nah, it feels like a plague, but it's just, it's a natural plague. So, it's a, I don't think the right word is not plague, it's whatever. It's just a lot of them coming out, and it's just a cyclical thing that happens every 17 years. I think some broods are like 15 or 10 years. It's like, it's, like I got deep into it. Remember I sent you the little map of all the different broods and the years and the color schemes of which, where they are in like on the map. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Cause I was just like, I was like, do they come to Texas? That's what I was, that's why I Googled that shit. So do you have your like, uh, your, uh, seat out ready? Like as if like a fucking, um, Fittiga? my what? Do you have my your, do you have your seat, your front row seat ready? Like as if you were watching a fucking meteor shower or some shit like that? <laughs> like prepared to see what's <laughs> the show? <laughs> is it, oh, how, I mean, how fascinating nah. is this? How fascinating is this, this well, situation? Um, it's fascinating for the people who are going to live through it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Philly, you might see them. So you, you'll be the one to tell me how fascinating it is. I'm on the outside looking in. So I'm like, cool. Just as long as it doesn't affect me, I'm cool with the shits. But like, them shits are disgusting. I, I mean, I pick and choose the type of animals and the type of nature that I, 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 I choose to associate myself with or choose to fuck with. But let's, let's see. Let's not see. We'll see how. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, as, as long as the um, as it keeps getting warmer and warmer, you'll definitely see them this year for sure. You know what I mean? But anyways, I just thought that was funny because I just remember uh, how intense it was. Bugs flying in the house, being on the school bus, and the bugs flying through the school bus and sticking to you, and they were like sticky too, so they would, like land on you. Oh, look at that! Speaking of that, it's another squirrel just chilling right now on my, on my balcony. Um, but anyways, like yeah, like. It would just land on you and just be like, it was just uh, nasty. But, you know, that's just me. I'll just be, you know. Summertime is going to be a fucking disaster. (laughs) Starting with that. Starting with with those bugs. All the rest of the bugs are going to come out. Hmm. And I mean that in a literal and uh, figurative sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like I said, bro. Like I said, bro. Like, the world is opening back up. And shit like that. It's just like I ain't really trying to be part of the first wave of niggas just outside like that. Granted, I'm trying to be outside too, though. You know, we talk about trips and shit. Like I'm trying to be outside like that. I ain't really. I ain't pressed to be outside on some. Uh, are you? Know, are you going to be in the wave of vac- vacciners? Yeah, the vaccine. I didn't get into this. There's so right many now. more I people mean, getting the vaccine. As a matter of fact, I mean, it's normal. It's, beca- it's going to become normal. Co worker like, just bro, got like, the vaccine yesterday. Yeah, uh, Fred just got the vaccine today. He texted me. He got the vaccine. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it unless I'm forced. Like, like, you're obligated to, right? And I, pr- I pretty much feel like um, it's an eventuality that yeah. it's going to just be yeah. that. Like, but it's just like, like, I never wanted to be the type of nigga who was just, like, rushing to the front line on some shit, like, 
because I'm so trusting of the government. But at the same time, it's just like, shit, man. Let me just get this shit over with because I want to travel. They talking about you get a vaccine now, you got a passport, similar to like, well, you know, just kind of like to, I think people who are going to have the vaccines are going to be a lot of more places than other people who, who don't. But my thing is uh, this. Yeah. So, okay. And also, also let me, let me, uh, break down the, the rundown of the different so it's three vaccines that are out right now and this is the gist of what I've heard so far um, Pfizer is the, it's the top of the line vaccine that's the one with the least um, amount of like side effects or whatever then Moderna is second I think it has some discomfort more discomfort than um, Pfizer and then Johnson & Johnson is like the bottom of the barrel it's the third one and that's the one that apparently has the most like extreme side effects that you will feel for like days on out after the vaccine. Granted, you're going to feel some type of, depending on how your body reacts to it, because it's just like, right, it's everybody's human composition, but you're going to feel some type of like after effects from all of them. But it's just, there's like a scale of which one is least to worst. And apparently that's, that's the high, that's the hierarchy of them. So Pfizer is the top of the line. Then it's um, Moderna and then it's uh, Johnson and Johnson. And this is like discussions that, so you know I me, mean? I'm not even, I'm not even looking into this shit. So it was like a combo that my sister had, like, so like her, you know, her, and my mom, they both got the vaccine already. Uh, she went to um, my mom's like friends. They went to like a little party or whatever, and like my mom's friend, she got like a whole, like a whole bunch of daughters, and they're all like pharmacists and doctors and shit. So she was in, a, you know, she was in a room full of doctors and pharmacists, and they all had the vaccine, and some of them had the Moderna, and some of them had the Pfizer. And that's kind of where they were like chit chatting about the different side effects and all that, you know, the studies that they do because that's like their field, their everyday life field and shit. So that's kind of where their hierarchy info that that's where I got it from. So that's like my sources, you know, when they tell you show your sources or whatever. So it's just from people who are quote unquote in the know. So, you know, like I said, I feel like it's gonna be inevitability. I feel like um this vaccine shit and um, probably also uh, teleworking to some extent, uh, social distancing practices that have been implemented are going to be the new norm. Similar to what happened in 9-11 where um, TSA became a new norm before before 9-11. TSA wasn't really a thing like that. But now it's just kind of a standard protocol whenever you travel. I feel like, you know, we talked about this before. Like we were like, I, I remember like I pro- probably last year I was trying to think like, okay, this is a big impactful situation, kind of like how 9-11 was, where it was just like, it just rocked your consciousness of what you thought reality was because shit got real, quote-unquote. You know what I'm saying? The lockdown kind of did the same thing, right? Like, it shook up the norm of just everybody's everyday life. So I was just thinking, all right, I know they implemented a whole bunch of things. Homeland Security became a thing after uh, uh, 9-11. You know, that's... I want to. I want to say NSA started listening in on people around that same time too, or whatever ish. Like, so a lot of things kind of just became standard practice. That probably two, three years prior to 9/11, if you would have even thought about um, broaching those type of topics, people would have given a lot of pushback to it. Right? They'd be like, Nah, 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 we ain't fucking with that. Y'all are doing too much. But the fact that something traumatic happened, it kind of eased people into being okay with it. So. That lends itself to make, you know, if you're a conspiracy theorist like myself, you could be like, damn. Because you remember at one point, initially, when we were talking about the lockdown, you were, we, people were on somebody else's population control. They were really trying to, like, use this uh, shit to, to lock us in and, like, really trying to, like, control people's movements and blah, 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 blah. And it's I don't just think like, that's dead. It's not dead. That's what I'm saying. So I was about to say, like, so the thing with, like, um, and I have to, I was thinking about this. You know, I, I had, I had bleezies and I just be thinking in my crib. Like the thing about the worst case scenarios we think about when we, when it comes to government protocols and stuff is like, yeah, they're like true, but at the same time, I don't, I just don't think they can be enacted that quickly. But that's not to say that everything that's happening moving forward, especially for this year, which is kind of like. They're like, yeah, we want to owe everybody. The goal of this year is for everything to be opened back up, like towards the middle or end of the year, right? Everything's going to be open back up. So there's going to be things that people have to do that 
it's going to feel natural or comfortable. And I also think it's going to lead, it is a slippery slope, a delicate slope that five, 10 years from now, like how we're talking about how 9-11 was like, what, you know, uh, 20 years ago, whatever, like, it's going to be some shit that like, damn, COVID started the spiral effect that led to what, whatever the quote unquote current state of affairs is. So that's going to be interesting. And that's something that I feel like everybody should keep an eye on. Just, to, like, just pay attention to shit that's going on. Not to say that there's probably much we could do, per se, on some in-the-moment situations, but I'd rather just be aware of the treachery versus just be, you know, the, the whole ignorance is bliss type thing of it. But yeah, so I might actually get a vaccine, like, uh, Thursday, if I could get a book in. I'll just get that shit over I'm just trying to think of, like, <clears throat> why would I take it unless it's ma- not mandated? Like, why would the you only take time it, I would take it I mean, is the only if, thing they, if they mandated right. me to do so. And that, once it gets to that point, okay, then I'll take it. But like, if what am I willingly taking this? It's the rush. Like, the rush, right? For what? I mean, why? especially if they don't end up mandating I mean, me, me, then it's like, why the fuck did I take it in the first place? Not. I haven't been feeling uh, COVID symptoms since the whole thing started. So, right, I mean, right, me right, personally, right. I haven't I mean, felt any COVID symptoms or right, dealt with COVID right, right, right. directly at all. So. I mean, I, I think I think I had, I think I had COVID in February of last year. That's that's when I was out for like a week. I was just I didn't I couldn't eat or do shit. For, but they told me it was uh, they gave me the test. It said it was influenza B or whatever. But that shit felt like COVID. I ain't gonna hold you. And that was like a week or two right before uh, everything shut down. I don't even know how that matches, but um, what COVID feels like. Well, I've just assumed the flu. That's the only that's the only thing I've ever had. So that's the only thing I can really point it to. Even because I know the set respiratory it's like that for symptoms, some people, but it's also um, losing your taste. I know that's something which I can't imagine yeah, how that would smell. be. Smell, sense of smell, yeah, and taste. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, that's cool though. But it's just like you know, people had it like. Hard to like. It's like a lung. It's like a respiratory uh-huh. infection or something like. So you know, people are laying in bed and just can't even. Yeah, you can't breathe. Yeah, respiratory symptoms. So that's kind of intense. Yeah, that's kind of intense. I don't. I didn't feel nothing like that. I really just felt like aches and headaches and you know, on some flu shit. That's what I. That's like the last time I've really been sick for real. So you know, but yeah, so probably mean, the same feeling that you'll get if you were to get the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or just a sore. Yeah, your arms like going to be sore, sore for sure. Shit like that. I mean, I think the reason why I'm like, it's like my yeah. Tell me the reason. Like tell me the reason the my why you're, I mean, that's that's really the reason. Family has told you the to get it. The reason is just more so like. I mean, yeah, because both my mom and my sister got it, so they just kind of talk to me about this shit every day. I'm just, just get it over with. And I'm just like, you know what, man. I wonder if you could like, right, like see, and this is what I'm trying to do. And I and I said this to James too when we were talking about the vaccine not too long ago. And uh I said there I'm I gotta figure out the way to uh make it seem like I'm taking it even though I have it. I need the uh Yeah, um I was listening to a clip, I saw a clip of uh Joe Budden podcast. And one of the niggas on there, who's not Rory or Ma, they were like joking, joking. And he said some shit, oh, yeah, I paid somebody to <laughs> like fake, like that. Because he's traveling. He was talking yeah. about the traveling and shit. I think he paid, he paid somebody to get like the little travel passport <laughs> to say you've, you've been vaccinated. So I'm pretty sure it's definitely going to be wasting yeah, money. Yeah, I need that. that. And for that specifically, but like just just social social awareness. Like if this turned into like Hunger Games or some shit like that. In a very hyperbolic. Yeah, it's not, I, it's, my thing is like, version. yeah. I, I, my thing is just like, my thing is like, I get the re, the reluctance to it, but I also feel like it. I think it is a slippery slope. It is the start of some shit that's been going on, but I just don't. I don't see it becoming coming at you so quick. Like you know, we're not gonna see the effects of this shit. I think that's like naive, but I hear you though. I mean. I just feel, I mean, because to me, that's just default setting. To me, the world has always been like that. It's never, it's never, it's never been drastic changes since I've been alive. The technology like really has a weird Not way of super keeping deep. up with time, too. You never have, you never have what I you mean, need when you need it. 
like um, in a technological sense. Like uh, we're just now getting onto this like uh, hybrid car energy saving wave. Like we should have been on that years ago. And it's like at a point where the environment and all that now you need it, you know. I mean, when you say we, yeah, I mean, I mean, when you say we, it's just like you got to think about the motivating factors. Well, who's motivated to do that? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like the niggas who's making money, they making money right now. It's, it just took a nigga like Elon to really push. It's that, all about your motivation. And he had the means to, and he had the means to do so. So it's like, I just feel like you know the world is just works in a way where it's like. You can't just sit there and just hope and have like and pray that the people in positions of power just do the right thing. You gotta just be like new niggas who get it. Disruptors. I feel like Elon is like a disruptor type nigga. Yeah. You know, status quo type dudes. So it's just more so like that. Like it's not gonna just be yeah, why ain't Bezos and Bill Gates and these niggas in the government not doing like because they don't care. Because they're not there for that. Their job is not to innovate. It's but you didn't fin- you didn't change. finish your point though about uh, no why you uh, wanted to take the vaccine. I mean, you said your family, but there was well, okay, well, okay, no, um, so so family, and then also it was just more so like, uh, I think, but well, my sister was telling me there's just like uh, it's like travel restrictions too in certain places you can't go to unless you get the vaccine and and all this shit, and it's also like. On top of that, you get your rules are less lax once you, after you have the vaccine because you're quote unquote inoculated. You can't spread it or really catch that shit. So you don't go out of quarantine when you travel and shit like that. Like you can just yeah. you know, do a 14 day hibernation. You gotta you don't gotta do shit like that. And so it's just like all right, well cool. Like I feel like that's just gonna help me get to. Uh, and also I just don't want to get COVID either, just in case because I'm a, I want to be outside without. So I guess it's also more so like uh, uh, um, I'm telling myself it's, it's like a vaccine. A, uh, it's going to do what it says it's going to do. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to do what it's going to do. But it's just weird because, like I said, I don't remember, I don't remember the last time I got a, a shot. Yeah, those can hurt, man. I mean, yeah. So it's just like I don't remember the last time I had a vaccine. It must have been for school when we had to get like all the yeah. shots we had to get for school. Yeah, that's probably the last time I got a vaccine and shit. So. I've never, I'm not, I'm not a flu shot nigga like every winter or whatever. So I just more so, I guess, because I, I would feel like, um, I would feel reassured that I could just be outside reckless without actually being reckless. You know what I mean? Because I ain't trying to deal with no breathing and all that extra. Yeah, I mean, shit cases are me, going so. up across the country. I mean, because, yeah, because people are outside. You know what I mean? So. And, you know, I live in Texas. It's wide open. Niggas don't give a fuck. Like, COVID doesn't so, exist out there. Past two weekends. Yeah, right. So the past, what, two weekends ago? Or, well, yeah, like past two weekends or three weekends in a row? Minus the last weekend. So two weekends prior to last week. Last weekend, I was just in Dallas both times looking at places. Um, and it's out and about and shit. And it was just like. I ain't really been out for real. I just been in the crib, so it was weird, and I just didn't. I, I don't want to feel afraid, or like have that little thought in it. But not super afraid, but more so like that little, you know, subconscious thought of just like, hey, like, make sure you wear your mask and all, and all that. You know, just like I, just, I don't want to be. I don't want to even think about mask anymore and all that shit either. Like, so I'm just trying to be awesome. My man, fuck, let me just get this shit. I don't care at this point. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. And I'm just like, let me just be free and be out. And let me just do what I do. You feel me? So that's kind of like more so, I guess, how I'm trying to convince myself to get this shit. Because like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel natural to actually go do this. And this is not the type of, it's not my personality. It's not really me, but I was just like, man, this shit ain't no regular flu, you dig? It's different. (laughs) It's a little different. The world shifted a little bit. And that's not to say that that's because of that it's more important, but it's just for my peace of mind. So I just, that's kind of how I'm convincing myself, or at least trying to. Yeah, you peace of mind, bro. Just go ahead and do this shit. Get it out of the way. It's just, it's it's not the regular flu, it's the kung flu. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. China flu and all that. Oh, yeah, man. So I just want to get this. 
I just want to get that shit out of the way. But you know, I feel like I'm becoming. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay with man. with my tinfoil hats on this one, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be taking that thing anytime soon, and um, they'll probably right. have to make sure that I take it. So that'll be the only way that I'll um, be the person to do that. I mean, you still go to the office like damn near every day, though. That's, because that's it doesn't exist. I mean, it exists, but like it's man-made, bro. Not to you. But how does that change the fact that it, you can get it at potentially? I can't get I can't get that disease. Die or whatever. And this is gonna sound uh, ignorant or whatever. Yeah, because I'm the original. Yeah, I'm the original man. I can't get, get COVID. Right? happen. I would have got I would have gotten it by by now. By the way, I'm yeah. moving around, or maybe I'm the uh, what do they call that? The uh... but you wear a mask. On no, no, they call it um, the motherfucker who uh, non symptomatic, asymptomatic, right? Yeah. I could be that. Oh, asymptomatic, asymptomatic. You could be. I mean, when you move around, because like you always call me when you're on your breaks and shit. You move around with a mask on, or you have your mask off like that. Which is crazy. So when you're at work, you don't have to wear it to go into your office building. I mean, probably public courtesy, right? Like that's what people. That's why people do most. That's why most people are doing it. I be looking outside. Nobody's wearing it right. First of all, no nose covered. People just got it hanging off. Nobody really yeah, is. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I only put it on. I only, I only put it on when I go inside buildings. I don't. I don't. When I walk my dog, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't wear a mask. People be out there doing it. Because you know, I think it's just. I think because it's like it's for enclosed spaces or whatever. Because I think the sun, like, handles it. Like, if it's, if you sneeze, somebody coughing and sneezing, that shit ain't gonna last in the air for like forever. You feel me? Like. You would literally have to walk into the stream of somebody coughing or spitting for you to be affected by it outside, like if you're outside. But like if you're indoors, it can linger a little bit longer because ain't no sun and wind just like uh, manipulating yeah. the particles as much. So that's why I just like, okay, so when I go grocery shopping, I, I just went to Walmart earlier today. Like, you know, I put my mask on for that and shit like that. I go pick up my, uh, my mail and the little mail right. thing when I go to the leasing office. I put my mask on for that. But when I hit the gym, I don't wear my mask. I can't breathe with that bitch on. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. Everybody stay so safe out there. I don't know what I'm doing. Let me just get my shot and not just think about it. I'm going to keep y'all posted on this shit. Like, if I turn yeah, into a that, zombie yeah. or whatever, so y'all you'll know. actually be then, uh, a living te- testimony. Yeah. Guinea pig. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be a guinea pig. We don't got to sign religious with a, it. Yeah, I'm going to be a guinea pig. Guinea pig. That's, yeah. Human guinea pig. Shout out to the Tuskegee. Hey, yeah, yo, nah, let's, uh, he's let's on one tonight, guys. That's <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's number let's one. Get to the next topic, man. <laughs> what else we talk about, man? All right, man. So we talked. All right, but we talked about cicadas. We talked about me being a sheep and getting this vaccine. <laughs> so the next thing I wanted to talk about before we get to the final topic, uh, shout out to New York. I don't know if y'all heard, but they passed. I'm pretty sure y'all heard, or you might not care. They passed um, recreational weed now in New York, officially. This matters to most of the people who are listening to this. It matters to me. And I'm the nigga talking, so I'm going to keep talking. Like I said, I'm the type of nigga that I feel like we live in a prohibition era of uh, weed, and I just want that shit to become normal, like uh, marijuana. I mean, like uh, alcohol and shit. So yeah, so New York passed that, you know, shout out to them. And then basically uh, Chuck Schumer, who was the head majority lead, or whatever the fuck, the majority senator nigga. So what um, that turtle, Franklin Turtle nigga was, for the most part, during Trump's uh, turtle administration. What's his name? The old nigga who <laughs> was like the McConnell turtle. Bitch ass. The head of the Senate. He was the, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, yeah. So basically... Chuck Schumer now he took over him because the Democrats have control of the Senate and the House, so they have control of Congress. But um, so he's the head uh, senator now, and um, he's also from he's a senator from New York. So New York passed this shit. Then I read an article talking about how Mitch McConnell was saying, I mean um, Chuck Schumer was saying that they're basically they're about to um, they're working on a federal mandate in regards to weed right now. So. On a federal, because you know, if, you, if y'all have noticed and I've been paying attention to the weed shit, like everything that happens is just a state to state basis. The federal government has still has not touched 
or has not updated the classifications of the substance, I mean, of uh, the marijuana substance, right? I think it's still a class A or, you know, it's like a, it's just still in the class with like all the hard drugs or whatever, whatever that actual uh, numbering is called or categorization is called, but it's still, um, like, you know, still up there with cocaine and opioids and all that other shit that really be fucking niggas up. So, um, Chuck Schumer, I mean, Chuck Schumer said he's going to be working on a federal mandate to actually put in, you know, just kind of update some laws, which would in turn probably, uh, help people who have been, you know, arrested for low-level marijuana crimes and things like that. So hopefully that can free them dogs out the, you know, the kennels and shit, something like that. And then obviously uh, moving forward, you know, it wouldn't create, like, you know, opportunities for cops in, in different states and all that to, like, arrest people for low-level marijuana offenses because, honestly, go do your job, nigga. This ain't your job to be fucking with niggas smoking weed. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... You're, you're wasting your time and our resources because <laughs> we pay you fuck niggas with our tax money, oh, right? So man. we're your boss. You know what I mean? So it's like, so all that shit. So I'm like, yeah, so that's some, pro- some progress with that. And then I also think I, in, in that same article, or shout out Axios, where I begin most of my news articles from, and I like how they format their, uh, their yeah. articles. Right, Fred? You saw that shit, right? It was dope. How they, yeah. I like how they format that shit. So shout out to Axios, but... um. I think they're also saying some shit about uh, Biden was talking about he's going to revisit the whole um, $50,000 uh, college loan forgiveness because he initially was running on that. Then he got into power and backtracked, which is typical politician shit, talking about now nah, we want to just focus on ten grand of uh, loans. But now they're talking about they might revisit, revisit the $50,000 uh, student loan forgiveness as well. So... With all that, you know what I say. I sell that to say, y'all niggas is welcome. I stood in line for fucking fifteen minutes at my library up the street and voted for these niggas. I felt dumb in line, but I just had to do it because I, I care about my peoples. So all my weed smokers and all my student loan niggas who not paying their student loans, y'all welcome because I'm, I voted for these niggas who was trying to fix the shit that we've been dealing with for so long. Hopefully they do. Or probably just lip service until the next election. But, you know, hopefully we'll get some changes. I'll, I'll be keeping track of shit like that and keep y'all yeah, posted. Yeah, man, those, back, so. those two things specifically are no-brainers. We should, like, it's, this is what society should be. It should, yeah. it's, it, it, it should already be in place. Like, but I, I do like the fact that I feel like society is kind of evolving or, like, status quo is evolving as we grow up. You know what I mean? Because it's like our generation is really bec- we're we're itching itching closer and closer to being the the decision makers. You know what I mean? Like I feel like right now, thirty year olds and shit like that, and millennials or whatever, it's like we're in the stage of life where it's like we're either entering positions of power at the low level and could you know eventually climb up to the top levels. You know. And it's just, or it's just like, or, just, or disruptive shit. So I do like to see the evolution of society. As y'all niggas know, because I say this shit on damn near almost every episode, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a, um, uh, uh, how would I, what would I say? I'm a fan of like um, history, of human history, like sociology, or I don't know what the, the right terminology is for, but you know, basically just studying like historical societies and just kind of seeing. Some of the I always and I, whenever I, I look or I watch historical documentaries and shit like that, or YouTube documentaries about historical figures and things like that, or societies like different countries and eras of um, dynasties or um, you know, what did I used to call it? The American the empires and all that shit throughout history. I always try to pick things. I always look for things that correlate to our current day. Cause I always like I always go back to just you know how life is just like a, it's like a never-ending cycle, and the only thing that changes is the cast of characters. But it's the same story over and over and over. With cast of characters just changing, which of course in turn leads to the tweaks here and there to this particular story. But for the ma- for the main part, the focal part of it, the gist of it is still like it's the same old same old. So like I said, you study his if you know your history, you gonna know your future because it's the same shit. It's just different players involved. So. I saw that to say, man, it's nice to see that, like, I feel like niggas is evolving, man, like, on some flash shit, like, we are watching the world turn into something that 
it's never been before. And I think that's pretty dope. These young kids are, these young younger generations behind us, they're like, they're privy to so much information that it's affecting the way the humans they are because everything is at their fingertips. So they just have so much more information and, and so many more different ways to be influenced. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. That's, that's a, it's a gift and a curse, right? Like, if some of it is a little too much, the little PC culture shit is a little, I, I understand some of it, but all of it is not, it's not, I'm not hundred percent with it because it's making it a little too soft and just a little like too detached from reality. Like I understand wanting something and wanting striving for something, but I only respect the person who strives for something while knowing where they are in the moment and being able to stand on their two feet in the world that they live in right now and not just be looking forward to some fantasy world and be bitching about everything that they see right in front of them. Like, yeah, I get you want to change shit, but you got to know what it is you're living in first before you can even change it. And you got to know how to maneuver in what you're living in so you can change shit. Uh, you can't not just change shit by just being like looking forward. You got to see where you're at so you know how to maneuver and shit. So, anyways, my, like I said, I just like the whole societal just like evolution and the consciousness, the group think, the group think level of consciousness is just like evolving and growing larger and larger. And I just, I love that shit, man. And I just, uh, like I said, I just keep wanting this podcast to be one of those like remnants and one of those relics of something that you could potentially look back on and be like, okay, you know what, man? This contributed to the, you know what I mean? The progress and the continuation of like evolved thinking hundreds of years later. So, anyways, that's a big reason why I do what I do, man. You know what I mean? So, I fuck with that shit, man. Shit is evolving. Y'all niggas is welcome. I stood in line 15 minutes in my library. I did what I had to do. We gonna be legal. Just imagine that. Like we grew up, alcohol was just normal. This was just it. People grew up like we all had memories as kids. Our parents having parties in the house. They doing they they drinking. They doing they doing their thing or whatever. Imagine the kids who was our age who grew up in prohibition, where it was like either niggas was going to speakeasies or niggas was bootlegging on some criminal shit. To just to just to drink some alcohol and shit like, or obviously there was also prescribing alcohol. So niggas had prescriptions, kind of like how niggas be having prescriptions for leans and all that, for lean and shit like that, and other drugs. But I saw that to say, just imagine kids growing up in a world or in a society where like weed is fully legal and just the type of things that could come from that. So I do feel like as humans and just as creatures on this earth, as spinning around the fucking sun, any species, your whole job. As you, as the uh, the incarnation of the, of your species at the moment that you're living in is just to push your species forward, evolution, right? So, I do like seeing the little incremental pe- uh, things of the little incremental like pieces of evolution that we're actually affecting and being a part of as we live life because that's that's really the essence of life as a as a living organism on the earth is just to evolve and to keep pushing your um species forward and I feel like we're doing our part so I, I fuck with that heavy but anyway man I'll, I'll fuck all that sentimental shit and fuck all that I'm just happy for life shit I'm in a good space though so I, I do want to say I am I am in a good space mentally I feel good about a lot of shit right now but let's get into some shit that's not but it's actually feeling kind of good and goes and, and, and ties into the evolution shit I was talking about the uh, the trial so far so let's, get, let's, get, let's get some updates on that from your point of view trial. since you've been talking I mean, about it well, you know, I, I, uh, so far from what I've seen and my opinion, it's, it's of my opinion to start that, um, it's a no brainer trial that, uh, Chauvin, uh, Michael Chauvin or whatever the fuck, Derek Chauvin, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, is going to get convicted. We just have to worry about, um, what charge they're going to give him. Right. And, uh, you know, there's been rhetoric back and forth from, you know, witnesses who have been there, the defense attorney really pull it, pulling this sort of, uh, you know, drug inflicted, right. you know. Uh, I mean, he has to, right, right. Trying to say, like, that nigga's old then. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing that niggas did. Yeah, just and, um, it, yeah everything's pointing the other but direction. From what I'm saying, 
And that's what I'm saying. And I, and I think that's part of the evolution of society because it's like, from every time I, I look at the little clips on Twitter, like of the, whatever random ass person they got on the stand talking about this shit, right? Either it's a, a lieutenant one time, it's a police chief, it's the niggas recording, it's doctors or EMTs and shit that was on site. It was whatever. It's just like, everybody's basically blaming cuz. Like, yeah, he, he, like all the cops are saying, all the quote unquote his superiors are saying like, yeah, he didn't follow protocol. This is not what we teach. This is not how we train. He's not, uh, 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 he did too much. Like, once uh, once um he was cuffed and on his back, like, there was no need for you to still be on there. So I'm just looking at this shit like, hmm. Like, it really looks to me like the cops are basically, like, cutting bait on the nigga. And they're just like, yeah, he fucked up. Get, take him. Like, they're trying to just let him be like, yo, don't don't look at us. Like it's a like it's a systematic thing that we need to fix. Just take him and just be on your way. And I feel like that's. Um, but obviously, I'm, I'm, let me just say, I feel like that's like a change from the for the normal narrative, which would be like, oh, he was he was in fear for his life. Like the typical jargon that we hear from all these cops in the past, where they like they've killed somebody and they're like, it was just, yeah, I was in fear for my life, and all his like cop buddies and cops appear like they reiterated like, yeah. This is what we taught. This is what we train them to do when they're in fear for their life. Blah 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 blah. So I'm not. I'm not hearing the typical jargon. I feel like they're like, yeah, they throwing this nigga to the wolves. So to me, that's like a change right there. It's like, okay, this is some progress. It's, it's, end of the day, it's not the goal line, but it's like, okay, we moving forward. Like shit is. It looks to be. Seems to me. That I don't think there's. I don't think there's any other way it could go. Maybe so the I'm testimony like, I, I, or not doesn't the, make a difference because. Everybody saw I, it. If you if you said anything different than what you're saying, then you're lying. So just say what it is. It's not like protecting each other's back as police officers and trying to get the gov- get the get the uh, community to feel like mean? oh it's not all police. It's just this guy. I don't think if you saw what the video, you know what happened. So when they put you on the stand. Right, but but this isn't the first video that we've seen of a cop shooting somebody. No, but that I'm talking about kneeling on his life. neck for so that so, point in time. So yeah, I get that. What 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 about um, cuz who uh got choked out in New York for some of the Lucy's in front of the oh store. Eric Garner. What was his name? Eric Garner. Yeah. I my condolences or whatever. But it was on tape. Saw, but what was what were the too, right? what was the uh cop rhetoric mm-hmm. in the trial? I'm gonna just say he was resistant, right? He was resistant from what I saw, but it just was number one, y'all niggas didn't really need to be that was excessive force in what they did, number one. But cop rhetoric was the niggas resistant arrest, so we just placed him in a fucking Weird nigga choke, which I don't think it's from watching training day. I'm pretty no, you sure know... weird nigga choke is not kosher and police shit. Cause, Cause Denzel said that shit when Cuz was fighting the two crackheads when he saved the, the Mexican chick. And he was like, Well, that's not normal. And he was like, Denzel said, like, oh, I saw you put the choke on him. You know, that's not they don't teach that in the books. And he was like, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. And they just laughed about it. So I saw that to say, like, yeah, like. You're saying no, no, no. Oh, I, you shouldn't be about I, the cops. I, I, uh, Everybody I'll, saw I'll what t- happened. I'm just I'll like, take nah, the progress bro. when we get the conviction. I'm just saying. Yeah. So whatever, whatever that, whatever that means. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But then, what if he gets like, well, what's? But then I, I started a conviction because it's like, you remember the chick and the uh, situation that happened yeah, in Dallas with uh, both and John. Rest in peace to him. The guy who was in, the guy who was in, in his um for the listeners who might not remember. This happened in Dallas, like I want to say two years ago, two, two years ago. Yeah, like 2019. Definitely before the pandemic. And he was just chilling in his crib. And the cop, who was a, a lady cop who was his neighbor, came to the wrong floor of her own apartment building. And she just finished working a long, like double shift or whatever. She got confused. <laughs> and I really I still don't understand that. But anyway, so. <laughs> She tried to get walk into his house. Like, just imagine, for all the listeners who just live on their own or whatever, imagine, like, somebody knocking on your door, like, yo, what are you doing in my house type shit? 
and then pro- pro- uh, proceeds to shoot you and kill you in your own house. And then their excuse is, I thought I was in my house and I thought they broke into my house, but it's not your house. You're the one doing the breaking in. You know what I mean? I still don't understand. I'm just now that I think about it, I'm like, how does she get inside to shoot this nigga? Oh no. She was like, I think she was banging at his door, right? Or something like that. But anyways, I'm saying all that you, you talk about I'll be happy when I get a conviction. She got convicted, but she only got she only got ten years. He was twenty seven when he got killed. She got ten years for killing this nigga at twenty seven, who was just chilling, listening to a, um a, an audio book, eating some ice cream, chilling in his crib. And gets killed, and the justification is I got confused and I thought he broke into my house. You know what I mean? So she got ten years, and that was a bittersweet situation because I didn't. I felt like she deserved life. You know what I mean? Like ten years is not enough for killing somebody. Your justification is you're confused as to why you were there. Like, so that's going to be part of this this trial too. Like everything is leading towards him yeah. being guilty, but then. Let's see what how many years he actually gets. So my my next question is, what's a good amount? What's good? obviously we know life because you took a life, so life for life, for eye for an eye. But what's the minimum years? You, my bad. If y'all hear the sounds, this, this wind is crazy. That shit sounded hella creepy right now. But um, what's the minimum amount of years that um you'll be satisfied with that if you I don't convicted? I, minimum. Oh I'm yeah. You ever see the movie like, All right, that's uh, cool. with Eddie Murphy and Mar Lawrence? Yeah, yeah. There's life. no minimum other than that. So life. It. I mean, the, oh yeah, that is the minimum because the maximum yeah, would be the death penalty. <laughs> but I guess they don't. They, some places don't offer that, right? Yeah. I don't, uh, a lot oh, of states. A lot, a lot of states are starting to remove that. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, man, but yeah, so anyway, shit like that, man. Like, we'll, uh, I'm still paying attention for, um, periphery to the to the um, to the trial. I'm not, I'm not like gung ho about it, like how my co-host is, because I listened to him yesterday when he was on his day off. We need justice just, for George like, Floyd, man. I like think we're just watching that show on TV or something. I don't even know what you know I'm saying. That's that's all I can say. We need justice time. for a lot of people, but yeah, I feel you. Like, but I'm, I, oh yeah, I would say we'll we'll keep track of this shit though. We'll definitely keep track of it. Like, um, any updates we'll talk about it because I I am. I do want to keep track on this particular. Um, I am curious to see how this is going to play out. So, for sure, we're going to keep track on this uh, trial and justice. I mean, yeah, man, just justice and closure for the family. You know, they got money now. It's just like let them get some closure because this nigga, he was just too callous in how he did his thing. But then it's like, hey, man, we live in this country and we kind of know what it is. So it's like, um, unfortunately, it's like you have to kind of look at it from the uh, point of view of knowing how the country views the people who look like us. And for the listeners listening, niggas, black people who look like us. You know what I mean? Like it's just like our lives are so cheap that they don't really, you don't, the rules don't apply, the symbols do not apply. So it's like a nigga like uh, George Zimmerman could kill a kid like Trayvon Martin um, wow. So a kid is walking through your neighborhood. He doesn't live in your neighborhood. He's walking through your neighborhood because he's walking. He's not a, he's a kid, no car. He went to the gas station, got some snacks. He's walking to his house. You're following him because you think he's up to no good. You are a quote-unquote neighborhood watch, wannabe, top-flight security nigga for your neighborhood. You're following this nigga you call nine one one. They're like, "What did he do?" Yo, these guys, these guys just keep coming in here, man. They just keep coming in here. They're always doing shit. I don't know, but he's gonna, he's up to no good for sure. And they're telling you, "Sir, please." They're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And then you're on the phone with nine one one, telling them these niggas is up to no good. They hear uh, Trayvon say, "Yo, why, why are you follow? Yo, back up. Why are you following me?" The lady, the nine one one operator, hears this. She's like, "Whoa, whoa, are you follow? Sir, are you following him?" He's like, yeah, I'm fine because they're up to no good. She's like, sir, please stop. Back up. Police is on the way right now. You don't need to do anything. Just back up because you're going to just only 
make the situation worse. He don't listen. Proceeds to fucking confront this nigga. Ends up killing this kid, seventeen year old kid. I think he just graduated high school. It's like the summer at during the summer he graduated high school. Gets killed by this fat bitch ass nigga, and he gets away with it. He's a quote unquote pseudo celebrity now for all right. He's signing skittles and Arizona cans, auctioning off the gun the gun he used to kill this kid. So that's like the reality of the situation where we're in. So it's like with this George Floyd case and everything, like, yeah, justice and everything needs to be said, but also just remember what justice means. Justice is not the same. It's not a black and white thing in this country. <laughs> it is. It's funny. It's not a black and white thing, but it also is a black and white thing, if that makes sense. When I say black and white, it's not, it's not cut and dry thing. It's not right or wrong. It's not that simple. But at the same time, like I said, there's no one that is black and white because black people are just treated differently. Everything is on a scale. It's, it's graded differently. So, you know what I mean? We just got to just be aware of that as well, too, man. It's fucked up, but it just is what it is. And like I said, going back to the whole shit about the new next generation and shit, it's like, you understand what you want the world to be, but you also got to remember what it currently is. Like, have goals and aspirations for what shit should be like but also live in reality of know what the fuck you're actually living in. Like, shit is fucked up. That's why it's FWP till the day I die, because this shit is real, nigga. Because you know what? Them niggas is not going to be... FWP is a time capsule of some shit that's been existed. It's always existed in this particular country, in this country's history, right? It's going to keep existing. I don't know for how long, but it will keep existing. Definitely in our lifetime. It's not Shit ain't going to... It's not going to switch in our lifetime. I'm 30, we 30 right now. By the time niggas hit, let's say 100, average age, 80, 100, right? So that's what, 50, that's 50 to 70 years. Shit is not going to change that much because evolution is not, does not work that way. It's slow. It's a slow process. It's an incremental process. But you know, we got to keep pushing the narrative and keep pushing the energy into the atmosphere for sure. But at the same time, it's just like you got to know what it is too. And what it is, is a very harsh environment for people who look like us. And there are also, on top of that, is also a lot of distractions that want to just take your attention away from the reality of the situation. There's so many different ways to, to consume your 24 hours of the day where it's like you're not even thinking about reality for real. You're just like stuck in a world that is not necessarily real, but you just enjoy it because it's fun to you. Whatever hobbies you have and all that. Hey, man. Keep all that shit, man. Keep all your shit, but just as always, and that's basically the gist of this this podcast. Keep your like, keep your awareness, self awareness, spatial awareness, situational awareness, environmental awareness, societal awareness. Just understand where you are in the world. Understand and understand the pecking order. Understand the food chain of this fucking savanna or this wild wilderness that you're living in. Understand who you are. You're looking at, you're a gazelle telling yourself we should all be lions. Cool, we should all be equal. But just remember that you're still a gazelle in a field full of lions. So, move accordingly. Try better. And that's basically all I'm going to say, man. It's the FWP Podcast. It's your boy, Plato. Peace. Episode 